entertainment. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. All out of bubblegum. We might as well have... We want it now! everybody welcome to the new music podcast <laughs> this with your host yeah with your hosts matt pat and i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> we have death on the scene tonight and I'm this morning dying. you might not recognize him because he left his uh cloak at the cleaners yeah <laughs> <laughs> He decided to look a little more humane today. Yeah. I decided to look a little bit more pale and with fucking skin. <laughs> I felt like loving, li- leaving the skull at home tonight. You know, I got a little sweaty after yesterday. There was a lot of pe- lot of lot of deaths. Um, with it being any Easter and all. Yeah. Well, I'm Kyle. I'm Kyle. Did anyone come back? Did anyone come back from the dead? I'm oh, Kyle. no, no. Now that they're listening again, by the way, that's Kyle. <laughs> yeah, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, guys, we got a oh, few boy. few more articles to go over this week. Um, Pat has a pretty crazy story he wants to tell us. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saving that for. You're uh, saving that one. I'm saving that one up. I'm build. We're gonna build. We're gonna up. build the energy. Let you guys. You guys are going to be kind of like the foreplay leading up to this story, because I'm telling All you, right. this is the juicy-ass story. Oh, my favorite right. foreplay. And, uh, of uh, course, we'll have some music that we can plug in at the end for you guys to listen to, some new some new artists, up-and-coming artists, all that good stuff. So, Kyle, you want to go first, or me? I don't yeah, give a shit. Yeah, sure, I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> Get the dying man done with. Sure. <laughs> Lay his well, head right down the guillotine first. Yeah, hold on, let me get down there real quick. Get down there real quick. So, mm, down real quick. So, one of my one of my favorite bands, Kill Switch Engage, is coming out with a brand new album coming this fall. Ooh. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah, the album will be released this fall. Um, the band posted it on Instagram uh, about the new new it. It was like a band logo that read pretty much new album out this fall. I am super excited about this new Kill Switch Engage coming up. I really am because I mean the last one was eh. I, I did like it. I liked some of the songs. But I'm I'm super excited about the album that's coming out. I'm pretty hyped about it. So there's one down because that was kind of a little short thing. Now Last last week or yeah, last week, 
we were talking about uh, Corey Taylor, and he's back again. He's back again in the news. Guess who's now. back, back, back. When, when is Corey Taylor not involved in oh, news? I think I know what you're about to say. So, so I think article, I know. The article, the Corey Taylor and Kid, Kid Buki collab now has a video. What? So, <laughs> yes. Kid, who it the is fuck is Corey Kid Buki? <laughs> yeah. I don't know who Kid Buki is. Does he dress as um, Kid Boo? Like... <laughs> No, but there is a, a rapper out there who goes by Kid Boo. <laughs> there is. He's actually pretty good. But um, Kid Buki, I saw this. I saw this article, and I said, "Oh, well, I know who I'm talking about." But um, the track is called "Stuck in My Ways." It's not bad. It's. I mean, it's not really my forte. Even with Corey Taylor, it's kind of really not my forte. But it fits him. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't do harsh vocals. He actually raps. Um, uh, they pretty much said, uh, uh, like, shot off a site somewhere, then passed into an old school TV on the video set. So pretty much he, uh, in the middle, probably, like, almost at the end of the video, he pops up on, like, this little, because apparently there's there's a stack of TVs, and um, uh, he shows up in in the TV, like, he pops up and starts rapping, and, um, at the way, like, the way, when he was going, when he was rapping, the, the music video completely changed, did a 180, did a completely 180 when he started rapping, and it was just, like, a bunch of scene, like, you could tell, like, the punk scene back in the day with, like, the big, with colored hair, fucking mohawk, kind of, like, shaved head like I do, but... Yeah, it was, and people wearing Slipknot logos and shit like that. It was pretty dope. I liked the music video. It was alright. Uh, the the track could have been better. I I'm not gonna lie, it could be better. But you know what's but, interesting is that Corey Taylor has been doing such a good job of marketing himself lately okay. that he's he's hardcore gearing up for the album to drop. This oh, better yeah. not disappoint because. <laughs> Because with as hard as he is trying to market himself and the new oh, album, yeah. I will be so disappointed if I don't like this new album. Oh, I'll be fact, very disappointed. Yeah. In fact, we have a close-up of his new mask. Are you ready for this? Ooh. That's it. That's all you got. It looks like a nipple. <laughs> that's all you got. That, that's Although an eyeball. I'm pretty sure, that's an eyeball. I'm pretty sure that's an eyeball. That's an eyeball. But, <laughs> yeah. That's all we got so far. <laughs> I don't... I'm definitely ready to see everything new that's coming with them. I can't wait. But yeah, he's been putting himself out there, man. Just different, different like, he's trying different styles, and I'm, I'm liking it. He's trying different styles, dude. He's got his hands in, like, every fucking pocket that he possibly can get his fucking hands into. Fucking been writing, for, been writing books for a few years now. He's yeah. been, you know, doing stuff with other artists yeah. outside now, even the rock industry, which is cool. He, he's he's going into every industry and I'm waiting for country. <laughs> like, I'm, like I mean if you think about it, if you think about it if you think about it the Hydrograd album had a little bit of a country like a couple of songs in there had a little bit of a country feel to it so it wouldn't surprise me if one day he hooks up with like fucking Blake Shelton or some shit. <laughs> Honestly, I would like to see him do a song with uh, Danny Warsnop. Yeah. Danny Warsnop does his country stuff. That would be yeah. pretty cool. Danny's out with a new pop pop um, yeah, no. he's he's out there, man. He's making money. Honestly, he, fuck I, his haters, cause he's yeah. out there. He's doing shit. Like, 
hate him all you want, but you know what? He's out there. He's making good music, whether you like it or not. Exactly. You can, you can hate him all you want just because you you remember the stand-up and scream days. Yeah. You remember when he had that hair in his face oh, yeah. and he was hiding from the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We can all forget about that. <laughs> I was going to finish that, but my voice is so fucked and I feel like I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing that today. I'm pretty sure because it's so early, I'll wake up my, my landlord and I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, as we progressively get off talking about Corey Taylor yet again, I do want to mention Tech Nine also uh, kind of like mentioned him in a new song. Um, I haven't, I don't have the whole article in front of me, but apparently he like gives a shout out to Corey Taylor in one of his new songs. Well, he did do Tech a song Nine. with him. He did do a That's song right, he with did. Him. And it was fucking amazing. Didn't Tech Nine and Slipknot go on tour at one point for a while? Or, like, they. Well, at least they've done, like, shows. Yeah, it might have been a festival yeah. that they did it or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, it wouldn't be, like, huge news for that, honestly. No. Because they, they definitely, cool definitely know each other. Mm hmm. And they've worked with each other. Yeah. So. All right, that's all right, That's all you got. All right, so what you got, Maddie? Last week we talked about Ultra Miami having a nice little, uh, little fuego in the field because of power technical issues. Muy fuego. More, well, guess what? We got more fuego. <laughs> we got more fuego. Coachella. Fuego. Mucha. Coachella, the first weekend, had a nice, good sized fire at about two o'clock in the morning. Except it wasn't Ooh, pyrotechnical kind of issues. A propane tank blow up. Blew up. Two trailers were damaged in the fire. Thank God nobody was in them. Nobody was injured. Uh, there was no I reports was, of injuries. One I of them, was, one of the trailers. I was expecting some asshole who's like, yeah, fuck this part. Just fucking something blew up he got pissed got beat up and he's like all right i'm gonna set this bitch on fire he probably just was smoking next to a propane tank which is like you know what <laughs> Boom. that could happen yeah <laughs> dude i knew i knew a guy who uh one of his employees did that and bear in mind this guy sold propane tanks to people he looked or well i shouldn't say he sold them he drove them around so he had like propane awesome. tanks all over his fucking yard signs everywhere no smoking guy smokes <laughs> Boom! Uh, you can imagine the lawsuit that he went through for that. That was that. That's wild. But yeah, so Coachella had a propane tank blew up. Two trailers were damaged. One of which was beyond repair. The other one was repairable, but highly damaged. Right in that sweet spot where it's like, fuck. Now we have a lot of work to do. <laughs> I can't just take it and dump it, but it's not gonna take me five minutes to fix. <laughs> yeah, this is not gonna be like a nice screw on repair. Yeah, yeah. HR is gonna have HR is gonna have a field day with this one. Yep. So it seems like everybody's having fucking fires. Apparently, EDC Orlando also had some sort of damage. I don't know if it was like I don't know if it was necessarily a fire that happened. But, um, they apparently had some issue. <laughs> uh, issue. see if I can find it. See if I can find the article. Uh, da, da, da. There's Let's the cue up the Jeopardy theme for this part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I might just add that into at... post-production. Yeah, right. So yeah, unforeseen circumstances have led to the shutdown of a stage at 2018 edition of EDC Orlando. Sources have informed EDM.com that a fire has forced the festival's uh, organizers to evacuate the kinetic field stage until further notice. Keep in mind the kinetic field stage at EDC is like the main stage. Um, Damn. The announcement was made shortly after Kaizo took the stage around 7 p.m. EST. The screens on either on both sides of the stage displayed the message: "This stage must be shut down temporarily. Please clear the area while we work to resolve the issue. Thank you for your patience." So, yeah, they haven't exactly made a statement on what the fuck happened, but uh. Mm. Some sort of fire. So fucking like every festival this year is having some sort of fire so far. Fucking EDC one had one. Ultra Miami had one. We're on a roll. We're on a roll, <laughs> 20, baby. 2019 is lit, baby. <laughs> 2019 is fucking lit. Um, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. In other news, um, it's basically official at this point that uh, Avicii had more unreleased music uh, in the works that he was working with, a la block with. Um, so that'll be releasing at some point in the near future. I really wouldn't be surprised. A lot of artists like this usually have... <coughs> sorry. They usually have a massive library of songs that they're working on that, for one reason or another, just didn't get finished. Yeah. But, I mean, this was stuff that he was working on, like, when he died. It wasn't, like, he worked yeah. on it and then just, like, threw it kind of in the back burner and then, like, <clears throat> never touched it for, like, ten years. This was shit that was, like, already in the works. And then mm. he died. Let's finish what we were what we were starting. Hence why Olive yeah. Block was involved with it. Um, so, that'll be coming at some point in some time. Did you guys hear about the... I honestly just thought of this fucking thing while we were... While Kyle was talking... Um, Earth with Lil Dicky, Ed Sheeran, Ariana Grande, Kevin Hart, Snoop Dogg, fucking Miley Cyrus. It was a bunch of fucking people that got together for it. No. 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 <laughs> no. So it's essentially, it was a song they made for Earth Day. Um, a ton of artists. I want to say it was like at least 12. Um, at least 12 artists were in on this. Granted, a lot of those artists had, like, short little lines. Um, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. one little liners here and there. But um, there was a lot of people involved in it. It wasn't terrible. It was great. <laughs> well, obviously, if I didn't hear it, it wasn't great. <laughs> oh, got him. <laughs> I'm just saying. To be fair, though, you're also more into the heavy metal industry than the... In the dance which industry, actually, which um, hip hop leads a little more into dance. I, <laughs> Just I used saying. to listen to it at work. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the whatever. <laughs> I well, stand by my statement, though. <laughs> well, I showed you guys that um, that song by Low Life that has featured over a dozen vocalists too. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's just a trend. Let's see how many people we yeah. get to hop on this song. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's always kind of the case, but it's still impressive nonetheless to get that many vocalists on the same yeah. song. Yeah. It's always impressive. So, I don't know if you guys knew about this, but there's actually a YouTube channel that has that that plays death metal 
But what they do, they don't do it like, you know, they're just playing other people's music. No, what they do is it's an AI-generated system that basically they upload music to the AI system, and then the system then creates um, its own music. It writes guitar, drums, bass, and vocals. So you but pretty because much it's AI, just like, it's pretty much you poke the system and like, hey, make music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does it make Pretty good much. music or is it like fucking? Now the thing is, is that it makes crazy high tempo, high tempo style death metal music. It's good if you like death metal, but the thing is, is that anybody with a trained ear for death metal knows that this is there is nothing human about it. Yeah. The drums are impossible to play. The guitar <laughs> riffs are impossible to play. The vocals, you can hear that there is no time that they have stopped for breath. Oh my god. It's fucking sick. Don't get me wrong. I <laughs> like what I've heard of so far. But basically, let's see. The project was created by CJ Carr and Zach Zukowski. The name of the project is Dad Abots. So D A D O B O T S. And it's it's fucking cool. Like um like I'll give you for instance um when I came across the article, they were talking about how they plugged Arcspire's discography into their uh, into the program, and if you're familiar with Arcspire, you know that they're very fast. Yeah. They're very even their vocalist is faster <laughs> than Franz from Attila. Like he spits. Yeah. Fast, and that was my introduction to Databots, and I heard the music that was written based off that, and I can confirm there is not a moment where the vocalist would ever stop for a breath. I love it's the just... quotation marks. <laughs> Vocalist. <laughs> it's a machine. It's it's all created through AI. It's not like I don't even know how they possibly could be doing this. It's like it's like they're using a sample source or something yeah. like I don't know, man. But it's crazy. Uh, if you're into death metal and you want to hear something like this, go check them out. That fucking shit is sick. Cool. Hours of content. All right, moving on oh, to the right next topic. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I think my uh, I think my tablet is set up to autoplay videos. <laughs> my bad. The best part is, like, you can feel like all of us just kind of look at each other. <laughs> 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 Oops! Now that sorry, two weeks. Sorry, two weeks in a row. I have had unscheduled interruptions. I think this is just something that I'm going to be good at. <laughs> oh, who had their next story ready? I'm all set. With that was. Me. I think it's that, just you. Yeah, it's all you guys. It's all you. All you guys are all done. Oh. All right, ladies about, and gents. Let's hear about this. It's interesting. All right. So <laughs> I I have purposely kept Matt and Kyle in the dark as much as possible about this subject because I want their authentic reactions to some of the things I am about to talk about here. All right. First and foremost, before I even get into the subject, I want to let you guys know that there is a trigger warning. If you have been raped or abused sexually, emotionally, physically, you might be triggered by some of the things I'm about to talk about here. So, now that you have all skipped past the part, now that all the listeners have now skipped onto the music part of our show, <laughs> um, 
let's talk about today's main topic. <laughs> this oh, is no. near and dear to my heart. Fucking happy. This is, I, I have, <laughs> oh no! You have no idea how much research I have done on especially, this subject. Especially, right. especially the topic. You're like, you're laughing, and it's like this is not a laughing matter. <laughs> you're right, it's not. But how often do we get to talk about accusations of a sex cult going on? In the underground music scene. Like, how often does that shit kind of happen? I mean, you are correct. <laughs> I am. I know I'm correct. I'm pretty sure in the in the past while, the, in, in, the, in the years that we've known each other, this has popped up more than once. <laughs> or something along these lines yeah. of a cult of some sort, so. I like cults. I like my cults. <laughs> Fascinating. I'm waiting for you to make one. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Get back at me in like 20 or 30 years once I've done some more research. Um, moving on. <laughs> now, um, for any of you who might be familiar, there is an artist that goes by the name of William Control. Now, he is an electro artist. He does a lot of um, very goth-themed, heavy BDSM-themed um, style electro music where he, his vocals remind me a lot of uh, Elvis. You know, he sounds like he's just going for that laid-back, low-style singing um, over cute first little all, electro beats. First of all, that was like a combined of, like, completely different things at once. Now, that's something that he's really good at. Like, like yeah, he's goth. He listens to goth things. It's very, And then you go into electro, and he's actually Elvis. <laughs> he sounds like when he's singing, he takes a lot of inspiration from Elvis. Okay, but I mean, we're talking about sense. songs, songs that are titled "Knife Play," songs that are titled "I Can Be the Monster," um, all kinds of little shit like Me, that. Okay, like, before you continue, when you said "Knife Play," there's yeah. only one person that came to mind. Yeah, I know who no. you're talking about, and that's exactly what the song's about—the <laughs> shit he used to talk about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah. I miss so. that man. I miss that man. Well, moving forward, because we'll sit here and talk about that guy the whole time. <laughs> He's fucking awesome. That's a fact. Alright. Um where do I even begin? Alright, so ideally I wanted to start this off kinda like you would in a courtroom, where we talk about the defense or well, the offense, so to speak, um kind of the victim's point of view. Um, before we talk about the defense, before we let William Control defend himself, um, but a little bit more on William Control himself. He um, he was originally in a band called Aiden. It was kind of like this goth punk emo outfit where he was with them for about 10 years or so. And then when he decided to start William Control, he put Aiden, well, it was kind of a side project he had going while he was doing Aiden. And then he just stopped with the band entirely. The band broke up and he's been doing uh, William Control's electro music ever since, and it's been about 10 years. This guy has put out several, let's see here, it's, uh, I want to say about 10 albums. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but he's put out a lot of material since then. He's been going strong since 2008. Um, now, we've discussed uh, his heavy BDSM themes and imagery. He also has a uh, clothing brand that he started in 2015 called Submit. Pretty self-explanatory, more heavy BDSM-style <laughs> themes. Now, a lot of the source material that we're going through here comes from the website uh, The Daily Beast. Now, the reason that we're using, that I'm using this as our source material is because that was where all of the victims went and reported 
a lot of uh, their story. They all went to the same uh, news news thread. Um, so, um, an excerpt from one of okay. So, what he used to do was what they say he used to do is he used to force these girls to write write out contracts. Now, I've talked to you guys briefly about what is common in BDSM uh, culture. It's pretty normal for you guys to for these guys to write out contracts because you guys are performing a lot of very extreme shit. At yeah, time. it's like what, what, so, what can what do or what I allow you to do, what not to do. It's all that type of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason being for this is that obviously you want to protect yourself legally. You want to be able to say that everybody was consensual in this. Now, when I read this to you, you're, I want to hear you guys' authentic reactions to this. You're going to like this. All right, so one of, the, uh, one of the contracts reads, My body is his to use in any way he should choose, and I will never object to any actions he chooses to perform or have myself perform on him. There is no limitation to what kind of pain I am willing to endure for my master. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Now, what? Okay, now, now this is okay. Now, when I hear something along the lines of "Oh, he can do whatever the fuck he wants," pretty much along those lines, it's you, you're not, you're not gonna let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, like I, I know I used to talk to or hung out with some girls that were like this, and it's like. Like, they would say this kind of shit, and I'd be like, oh, well, how about this? And they'd be like, nope. I'm like, then why the fuck Yeah, then why are you saying exactly what he wants? Right? Yeah. I don't understand, like, why... Like, I, now the I, reason I, is, and the fact that it's even like in writing in a contract, it's yeah. you should take it like even more literal. Of yeah. when they say anything, they mean anything. It's written yeah. in a contract. There's a reason there's a it's, contract it's, being it's, formed. <laughs> Because he's going to take this the, to the extreme <laughs> side of things. It's in the oh. fine print. Anything. You tell a man, period, you can do whatever oh, yeah. you want to me. Oh, yeah. Be prepared for that man to want to do some probably <laughs> oh, weird yeah. things. Oh, yeah. We're men. We have natural urges. I wish we had a woman on this show to like, just help express oh, yeah. this. <laughs> Trust me, and I've, I've been trying to get a hold of the victims. To get more statements from them. Really? I've been trying really? to get a hold of William Control. He's probably going to finally get back to me, like, weeks after we've uploaded this podcast. We'll so I'm going to let him know. I gotta we can follow up. That we did this we podcast. can follow up. <laughs> uh, I have no problems doing a follow-up episode on this. Um, but to build off of what I had just read to you, it was demanded... Suppose uh, He's being accused of demanding that these contracts be signed in their own blood. And that they all get matching tattoos of his initials. Okay. Over okay. their pussies. Okay. Okay. All right. Now with people <laughs> with tattoos, Pat, since both yes. of us have tattoos, what is the one of the rules that you do not get? You don't get someone's name or initials tattooed. <laughs> you just don't. One. <laughs> because you almost. Always, and I'm talking like 99.9% of the time, you regret it. Yeah. The how only many, time you do times? that is if, like, it's someone you loved that passed away. That's, like, the only yeah. time. Yeah. And you better or have been really like, close like, to that person to 
or, be okay with getting a tattoo of that. Or you're like my grandfather and get her name on his arm spelt backwards. No, no, no. no I thought. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear this to is God. taking the rule to a whole new level of don'ts. This is yeah. um, my, my grandmother's name is Kathy, and you obviously know how to spell Kathy. Yeah. Well, he didn't notice that it was wrong for two months. Two months. It, it was spelled K-A-H-T-Y. And he didn't Caddy. <laughs> and he got it. And he got it in Germany when he was in deployment. That's why. Yeah. The Germans don't know our language that well. Yeah. At least native Germans probably yeah. at the time. At the time, I should say, because now pretty much everybody is pretty good with English. Yeah. But then I wouldn't expect that everybody is so good oh, with English. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. But yeah. You should have looked at the damn stencil. But still, okay, back on topic. You do not get initials no. or your significant other's name unless you've been together for like how long my what, grandfather yeah. unless you've been together for like 20 fucking years married married for 15 like a semi-exception even like, then like i don't know if i would even make that move after being I'm married for sure fucking half. 30 40 yeah. years because god yeah. knows what can happen since so you you and your wife are together for how long we've been together about eight years maybe even a little longer and you have a kid Will mm-hmm. you ever, in your lifetime, get a tattoo of her name? No, we've actually gone down this road, and that's why we both have this tattoo. We both have a matching <laughs> tattoo. Okay. Now that's I feel like different. I feel like that's better. Uh, well, semi better. It is. Now the thing is, is that I can regret the fact that I have the same piece as someone who could potentially do something horrible to me at some point in my life. It, it's unforeseen. There's no there's yeah. no way of knowing. Yeah. But at least we have a piece yeah. that we both appreciate. And it's not just, I got her fucking name tattooed on yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> and also, going to the sign with blood thing. That's some vampiric shit. I'm sure that there are reasons for it. I'm well, sure that it's probably right. true. That part is probably true. But to, to be forcing people to do this... That's, Come on, I mean, yeah. that—that's the part that I'm a little bit iffy on. My is question is, who fucking them to who, do it? Who the fuck signs this shit? You'd be surprised. I get no, there's no, some no. kinky Wait. people out there. There's there a little beyond kinky, kinky people out there. <laughs> Admittedly, I am very into blood play. All right, I very much understand that. We've like, we've but, had this discussion of us literally dripping our blood on a, on a piece of paper, but that's. <laughs> That's another topic for another day. <laughs> it is it is a ritual type deal. Yeah. There is definitely some ritual um, elements to that. But going a little further into this, they were the original post by the Daily Beast was that they were that William Control was starting an underage sex cult. Oh. Excuse me. Now, Wait. mind you, they changed <laughs> the name what? of the article almost what? instantly because there was no proof that these women were underage. And they didn't want to get sued for that. See now, it's a similar instance as to what happened with Dobby Vanity and the blood, the band Blood on the Dance Floor, where they had a huge underage following. Yeah. Think about it. We're talking about electronic music. Yeah. Huge underage following. The thing that, like that, the underage thing kind of pisses me off. Anything to do with, like. It, I know you said trigger warning, but I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you don't like, fuck with kids. 
Like, I don't know. You just don't. There, there's, no. there's, there's a reason why even when you go to prison for rape that then you end up getting raped. Like, it pisses everybody off whether you know somebody that was raped or not. Like, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that shit. That shit, like, oh my god, it demoralizes the child. It does everything. And yeah. it, just, it just pisses me off. It really pisses me off. <sighs> yeah, and it goes a little further to say that they were grooming these underage kids for being prepared to be in a sex cult. Like, they were grooming them to be sex slaves from an early age. And that's that's where these accusations start. All right, so now that I have completely boiled Kyle's blood, all right? <laughs> I haven't gotten this mad in a while. This, um, <laughs> this statement comes from one of the women that was involved who goes by the name Victoria Chan, and her name changes all the time, so I have not been able to actually find her profile or be able to get a hold of her to discuss this and get more on about her side of this, which actually winds up being true about all of these victims, is that none of them actually are able to provide that much proof, which is the big problem with this story, is that there's not very much proof. A lot of it is all he said, she said type yeah. of shit, which is why he was all these charges against him have been dropped. Um, I mean... It, like you said, I, I'm not surprised about that. It's it's a he said she said. He said she said. She said she said. Down to the seashore. No, it's funny. I was trying to do a limp biscuit, <laughs> but it turned into like me having a stroke. <laughs> now, I've kind of just given you like a lot of the the like real clickbaity type titles that I've come across in this story. There's obviously a lot more to this, um, and it goes pretty deep. It's just it's hard for me to find any of the actual stories. So, really, the this what I've given you so far is really the majority of what you will find if you look into this story. Um, now, like I said before, the charges have been dropped, and that was due to a lack of evidence. Yeah. So, and you know what? Hold on. What was the actual words that they used? Um, yeah, this is definitely this is definitely a, a a topic that I I'm not a fan of, especially when you said about the child pornography. I was like, all right, or not pornography. The There's a reason pornography. we gave a disclaimer in the beginning. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Unfortu- unfortunately, me and you can't do anything about that disclaimer because we have to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so for all of you whose blood is boiled right now, you could have skipped this. We can't. <laughs> the, the smug face that he had for a second, I just wanted to hit him in the mouth. <laughs> it's like, I warned you, but oh wait, you can't skip this. Huh? So, around the time that all of this uh, was all, all this was starting to surface, Francis was trying to, well, that's his real name, by the way. His real name is William Francis, but his moniker type deal with his project is called William Control, which just further adds to the whole uh, BDSM element to it, because um, he's very clearly a sadist. Um, like, that's 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 part of his um, his sexual thing. I can um, see him being, being vampiric. His, his sexual thing. kink. <laughs> Now here's the thing. You, 
when I first came into this story, I was very skeptical because I really only read the, the headlines. I didn't really want to know too much about it because I've been a fan of his since <laughs> since the Aiden days. So, like, I remember I've been following this this guy's career since uh, since a preteen. And so it was hard for me to believe that any of this shit was true. So yeah. I waited patiently for more evidence to come up because I didn't I didn't want to believe any of it. Yeah. And so um, shortly after this, um, he released a statement saying that I have in the past engaged in heavy role play and bondage relationships with consent. However, I do not engage in any sort of that play anymore. And for anyone that feels as though I have hurt them or violated their consent, I am sorry. It will never happen again. There are things that have been said that are outright lies. I have never been with underage girls. I have never been involved in a sex cult. It's pretty crazy that he has to actually go out and say well, this. Yeah, um, but, but the, the, the thing that got me, the thing that got me is usually when they say, I won't do it anymore, quote unquote, it's, it's a sexual fantasy. It's something that you enjoy doing. It's not leaving you. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's the same with pedophilia. It's not going to leave you. It, like, it, you're not going to just stop. You need help. <laughs> now, before I go on to his defense, there's a few things that you do need to know about William. All right. First of all, he's married and has a kid. Okay. And he's engaging in these relationships. While on tour. Now, there has been a lot of back and forth about whether or not it was an open relationship. That's, but I have I've yeah. seen numerous sources that his wife has said that it was not an open relationship. So not everybody involved here is entirely innocent. William, you know what you did. You've admitted what you did. In fact, when I first started paying attention to this story again, it was about a month ago when he first started making these videos releasing all the evidence he has to say that these women were consensual. And by now we have, I count, one, two, nine videos. Nine videos, each highlighting texts that have been sent back and forth between these women saying that this was entirely consensual and that there are proof in the texts that these women were lying. There's even a, um, I haven't even told you one of the most extreme ones yet. Holy shit. Um, I just remembered because there's, um, there's a case with one of the girls who goes by the name Stormy who claims that she was violently assaulted by William. And the details of which are, are pretty much the reason I started this, this clickbait uh, trigger warning here. So let me find this really quick. Another trigger warning. Uh-huh. Because the first one wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. So if you're triggered now, we suggest you skip to the end of this where we start, <laughs> you know, you were, the underground music part, voice. right? Um, <laughs> if, or continue if, if, listening and get more triggered. The choice is if, yours. The disclaimer has been made. This may get ugly. You have been warned. If you want to be like me and wanting to smash things because people are dickheads. <laughs> My blood is boiling. I will admit, my blood is kind of boiling. And think of it this way, Kyle, we're only in episode two. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> the fucking smirk on his face like he there's only more <laughs> maybe later on we'll do with video of <laughs> our faces and our reaction you're not able to record video right now i'm recording it right now dude that's what i thought yeah <laughs> 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 Everything I say and do is being put out into the interwebs. I cannot take it back now. <laughs> Alright. It was so supposed to be like that was... like that last week, but you know, FLV formats. And <laughs> eh, what are you gonna do? It's it's part of the process. We're still new at this and we're just figuring it out. So obviously by episode thirty is when we're gonna have our shit figured out. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so just hang in, give us your money, and we'll upgrade our setup. <laughs> Okay, if you really want to be generous, give us your credit card number, your social security number. <laughs> no, but um, can we not have a video? Because I look like a dead mole rat. <laughs> to be fair, we discussed this last week. We did. We did. We did. Prior to the recording that we were going to be doing this in video. <laughs> That's your own fault for forgetting to take a shower. <laughs> I took a shower. I just look like death. <laughs> death looks like me. All right. God damn. All right. Where are we going with this, Pat? Uh, da, 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 da. I'm just trying to find the exact spot because this is a huge article. Oh, huge, really? huge article. All right. Da, 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 da. Just gonna do this. There was a point where he had said, I can't do this if you're going to fucking cry like that. I mean... <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> who, who, who can maintain an erection when a girl's crying? I personally can't. What the fuck, Pat? <laughs> Don't judge me. People... people People get emotional sometimes. I'm good at what I do. <laughs> uh, all right. So this it wasn't Stormy. It wasn't Stormy. It was Lily who um, who says that I'm still learning six years later all the new things that he's done to girls. What really frightens me about him and his fan base is there are so many women, and because of his whole persona thing about being a dom, BDSM. The shitty thing is, it's like the Fifty Shades of Grey thing. Oh, it's not abusive, it's just kinky. And that's the way he plays it off. And it's like, no, that's abuse. Now, here's the thing. These allegations all started in 2015. Want to take a stab at when that movie came out? Yeah. 2015. Yeah. That, it was February of 2015 that the whole Fifty Shades of Grey movie came out. So... My whole understanding of this is that, you know, obviously, um, obviously there have been people who have been into this for a very long time. Well, but yeah. But when a movie like this comes out. Too, you also got to think, too, when she made the allegations, when the movie came out, that movie had a lot of allegations in it. That's probably. 
Welcome back. <laughs> We're glad that you stuck through us through our technical difficulties, as we seem to go through every episode now. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I think this is the official the... weekly interruption. <laughs> <laughs> we, that's where we throw our ad sponsors. <laughs> Right in the middle of Kyle talking, we're just going to cut Kyle right off. <laughs> now we just need to actually get ad sponsors. <laughs> Seems easy enough. All right. Um, so are pockets. you guys prepared? Did you, did you say Hot Pockets? I call Hot Pockets sponsor. Oh, That's my God. Hot Pockets. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to fucking pay them, too, for me saying that, by the way. <laughs> um, all right. So getting back to the sex cult story. <laughs> um. So, um, it was, it was Stormy Summers who made some pretty extreme allegations towards, uh, William Francis, claiming to be a longtime former girlfriend of nine years, um, says that they've been together nine years and that through that entire nine year span, they've been going through something of a, uh, abusive relationship, an abusive relationship under the guise of BDSM. And so the things that she says get a little bit fucked up. So Kyle, just just bite your tongue if you have to to get through this. <laughs> All right. Um, Fair warning to everybody else. <laughs> well, because Stormy was in one of their music videos, was in one of William Control's music videos. So this just goes to say that yeah, they did have a relationship. Um, now what she says is that she sustained serious in- injuries, including a collapsed throat, a dislocated jaw and black eyes. She also says that Francis ordered her to work as a cam girl, a stripper, and dominatrix to make money for him. Additionally, she alleges she was tasked with recruiting and grooming other women to follow in her footsteps. Summer describes what Francis considers BDSM, and this is her direct quote, basically he just beats the shit out of you and brainwashes you to believe your sole purpose is to serve him and to worship him, and that's your job. She goes on to add that it went from crossing lines of consent to total physical annihilation. Wow. My only thought was, I'm going to die, and my mom has no idea where I am. These are all just random quotes that are being taken from her from her statement, but... This just goes to show how fucked up the story gets that they the story that they've spun. Cause I don't believe that all everything is true. I believe that there is some uh, truth to what is going on, but I do believe that these women kind of got in over their heads and then they made up the story to kind of make him out to be a monster. When the truth is is that you women did tell him that you would let him do anything. Not to say that he is entirely innocent. I'm not saying that he actually did do these things, but in one of William's videos, he pulls up a text message showing that the exact injuries she's talking about were done by, I be, I, I want to say it was her stepdad, because this woman did actually have um, a previous, um, previous sexual abuse when she was younger. And... I don't know. I'm not really buying it, but at the same time, I'm not entirely sold on one story or another. I just think that there's truth to both stories, but it's not exactly what's being said. (sighs) (laughs) I 
was like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on? And then he just kept punching me. And I couldn't wrap my mind around exactly what was happening. Then he grabbed me by my hair, began slapping me back and forth across my face, and I started crying. I even said stop. And he grabs me, throws me across the room, and he busted. Like my arms were all beat up, he tore my leg out of socket, and then he proceeded to climb on top of me and keep beating my face in. Now you would think that if someone sustained injuries like that, that there would have been not only uh, hospital records of something like this happening, but there also would have been, clearly there would have been a statement done by the police. They would have been brought in and they would have made a statement then. But William Control has actually gone as far as to prove that that did not happen. Yeah. Um, but Jesus Christ, that's that's a fucking story. That's... Like, the, the, the thing that, like, kind of just, like, pissed me off a little bit. Like, like, as soon as you said, oh, he would make me be a cam girl or whatever the fuck it was. He don't make money? Like, <laughs> like he doesn't make money, he makes money. to where you yeah. have to do it? Like, <laughs> like I, that's where I find a little bullshit. And second, technically, there really wouldn't be a police report. Technically, if you really think about it, there would be a hospital bill, obviously. But mm-hmm. it would pretty much, like you said, like she said, brainwashing, quote unquote, brainwashing. And so she wouldn't say it worked. So, mm-hmm. so either way, the police report that you said. With that many injuries, there's no way there's no story, though. Well, obviously, there's no story. Like, obviously. But if she's brainwashed, you're still she's not gonna say anything for one. And two, the only thing that, the only paperwork that you're gonna ever get is what she was in that hospital for. Now obviously there's no evidence for that because he doesn't have or she does not have the medical papers and shit like that. So either way they're gonna ask you, Oh, how did this happen? How did you do this? How'd you do that? Mm-hmm. Obviously, if she's brainwashed, quote-unquote, and she's not allowed to talk, he's going to do all the answering. So either way, she's not going to get a word out. She went to the police with this story, though. But you know what I'm saying. I know what you're (laughs) saying. Then where's the paperwork? (laughs) Right. Right. Where's the the, The whole foundation of this is it's all he said, she said. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the... The mountain of paperwork that should exist for a story like this. Oh my god! It doesn't exist. <laughs> like, it doesn't and exist. Also, also, if he won, if he was beating the absolute piss out of you, and after he threw you away, and he busted, he would have stopped. Any, any BDSM. <laughs> the soul leaves stopped. the man once he's busted. Yeah. Yeah. It stops. <laughs> there's there's a recharge also, on the timer, like. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it also, just like, boo. Yeah. And the timer it just also, resets in an instant. Like there, there's a recharge yeah. time. Like, and there's also you ready for this? Has to be no, no wait. There has to be. <laughs> there has to be the one part. The one part that I find bullshit as well. You sign a contract. You had to get. You had to do this. You had to do that. Blah blah blah. You sign the contract. There's technically, there should be, keyword, there should be a safe word. 
Now, I'll go a little bit into that. Um, now, in some of William Control's videos, he goes as far as to say that he doesn't technically believe in safe words. He uses them if the um, if his partner requests that he uses them, but he does find the idea of a safe word kind of silly. However, he because he doesn't feel like he needs it, if, if there is at any point where you can just tell when someone's no longer consenting, or if it's because it's a performance. Yeah. I agree with him in that sense, that I do find that a safe word is kind of silly. Like, you need to just shout bananas. Yeah. Or something, you know? But at the same time, he does explain that um, there were text messages going back and forth between him and Stormy at the time that this supposedly had happened. Now, when she was in the hospital, she there were text messages going back and forth where he was asking her why she was in the hospital. And she was providing no answer, and then she provides a very lengthy answer that just kind of rambles on and on and on and on. There's a point in the beginning of the video where he explains the entire story of Stormy Summers, which is almost an hour long. So if anybody actually wants to go back and watch his videos, there's, like I said, nine videos, and that one is the longest because they had a supposedly nine-year-long relationship, and he has a lot of text messages to go through that prove his innocence. Well, proves his innocence. I'm, I personally can't fault any of it, but I'm probably just not smart enough to be able to point out any of the flaws. <laughs> we're, not, we're not fucking judges here. Like, there's only so much. I'm we not. Can... I'm not judge. Yeah. I'm we're not, not a detective. Yeah. No, we're not. I'm, we're not police just, officers. We're not government authorities. Time. This isn't. This, this is, is our opinions <laughs> on the matter, and that is it. Looking this at both sides of the story. To that we're just regular jackoffs who happen to live in upstate New York and have an opinion on things that we've read. <laughs> and so now we have a podcast. Yep, basically. <laughs> now uh, we have a podcast. I'm going to read the last part of this story. And this is, this is the part that makes me the most skeptical. Okay. Summer says that Francis continued to assault her on the drive home to the hotel home from the hotel every time i started crying he would smack me across the face and he took me to my place and he basically kicked me out of the car and i had to hide in the bushes because i was completely but naked and i had to call my little brother to come and pick me up i'll never forget the horror on his face she adds i started spiraling completely after that You really think nobody saw you? Yeah, you from the really, drive from okay, the hotel. Yeah, yeah. the drive nobody from the hotel saw, to okay, her home. Like, yeah. If you are in that scene, one hundred percent, I would break everything in my past just to get to that person. <laughs> right now, mind you, it could just be that he, because he has a van. He obviously has a van that he uses for his music and everything. So it is yeah. entirely possible that he got her from A to B without her being seen. But then. Let's ignore that part. Her little brother picks her up. Well, how old was she? There is no... Uh, there's nothing on here that says how old her little brother was. But... I just... I don't believe that her little brother would pick her up and not have a statement, not have... I just... I don't... There's something about that part of the story that I just don't get. 
Um, there, yeah. it just feels like there's something missing from that. That one's yeah, that one's a little different. Yeah. Where's where's his statement to confirm that what she said just now was true? Yeah. Where's his statement to say that she was covered in the bruises that she would have had? You know what I mean? Like and, where and, were. And Where also, was the photographic nine, documentation? There yeah. should have been something like that. And there's also, you guys are in a nine-year relationship. You guys don't live together? No, 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 no. He has a wife and kid. Oh, up until okay. up until okay. a year ago when this whole thing exploded on him, oh, okay. he had a wife and kid. He is now divorced. His yeah, wife is completely done with this you know what shit. I'm no. I know what you're saying, but I this is a good point, a uh, good part for me to actually mention this part of the story is that his wife did leave him. Um, there was a process during his whole blackout, um, absolutely no communication with the press. He broke up his band. He's he's business stopped. He's pretty much done. He gave up at that point when all this happened. He he figured the way that he explains it in his uh, first video is that he he saw this as a loose loose situation. If he said anything to the press, they were going to twist everything he said. Oh, yeah. If he um, if he didn't say anything, he obviously is hiding because he's guilty. So yeah. there's really no there was nothing he could do at that point. He just felt that kind of you know just waiting for things to kind of calm down was his best option. Um, and and it makes sense because he built a mountain of evidence in that time. Yeah. So, nine videos later, here we are. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just insane to me. Like, you know, anybody that's listening to this, please go look up the uh, the Daily Beast article. There's um, links to all of the um, – there's links to everything that was given to uh, the police records and everything like that. Um, there's also um, – the evidence that was built by um, by the women um, accusing her, uh, accusing William, all all laid out right there in the article. They do a all right job, not like a really good job, yeah. but an all right job of getting the story from their perspective. Um, William will tell you himself that if they had really like actually investigated into any of this, that the story wouldn't have blown up the way it did. But they had a really catchy clickbait title, which explains the entire um how it went down the way it did um yeah and obviously go check out his youtube videos because there's a lot there that he goes into um and at that point make your own opinion because i'm not in any way trying to tell you what you should think yeah Um, i'm honestly curious because i kind of want to know some people's opinion on this i'm very curious there's um in fact stormy the lady we just uh talked about she she created a found uh, a basically a donation service where the charity kind of like the proceeds of the charity go towards the victims of William Control. It's called Wasp. I a lot of people are getting on her saying that she's taking money from these victims, supposed victims, and it's not going towards help at all. But I don't know yay or nay about that. I just know that it exists. You can go to her Instagram. You can go to her Instagram and find that. Um, but still, it's insane to know that this story blew up the way it did. Um, yeah. I'm not convinced that it's entirely a cult. I am convinced that he has multiple sex partners. Oh, and that because it's under the guise of BDSM, 
there are contracts involved. And I don't know. Like, he goes into very descriptive details of his sex life um, in in his YouTube videos. And so I'm going to keep pointing you towards there because that has that is where you're going to find a lot more content regarding the story rather than um, the women who are accusing him. Yeah. But here we are. I'm That's waiting. what I've got for you. I really hope he messages you back so we can do an update. I, I really want to. I, really I would love to do an interview with William. That would be yeah. actually pretty cool. Matt, what do you think? You haven't really said much about this. Mainly because of the fact that it's all he said, she said. It's it's hard to give an opinion on something when it's like, well, he said this, she said this. I mean, keep in mind, I've been, you guys know this, I've been in the gaming community scene in and out for years now. Anytime I have to deal with somebody bitching about something... I then have to pull that person aside, talk to them, pull the other person aside, talk to them, pull the two together in a party and be like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> but there's no solid evidence as to what actually happened. It's all he said, she said, and at that point, I then have to make mm -hmm. a fucking judgment. And But that's at such a minor scale, it's a lot easier to kind of just make a, make a solution for the issue. We're talking about, there's contracts involved, abuse, sexual abuse, the fucking cops and you know possible medical records that nobody has and all sorts of legal shit that yeah, gets involved that makes it tenfold more complicated that i literally can't even really give an opinion on it i mean i i would probably say that does he have multiple sex partners yes i, I would probably go with you on this pat i don't yeah like is there sex partners I'm, yes I'm is there the middle, a cult man. yeah I mean, plus, here's here's the other thing you got to think about. How many, for how long have women been, and by the way, if you are women watching this, I'm not blaming you. <laughs> well, let me just start there. Disclaimer. I'm not saying you do it, but how long have women gone to court and said, this man raped me, and then it's literally just in an act of money. It happens so often that the rape cases kind of just, they fizzle. There's even when it actually happened, even when it actually happened, it fizzles right out because it's there's a really good case other... by the band Decapitated where she said that the whole band gang raped her and then it turned out to not be true at all. And that woman has that particular uh, case. She had tried that same story on multiple bands. She was just pissed that she couldn't get into the uh, excuse me, couldn't get into the uh, band van and hang out with them. Like, there are so many stories of this happening that it kind of, like, it makes it hard to believe on both sides that yeah. anybody in these stories yeah. is entirely innocent. Yeah. Um, like, um, like <laughs> you, you think about the fact that the Fifty Shades of Grey movie came out in 2015. Obviously, there were minors that got their hands on it. Yeah. It's not entirely out of the realm of possibilities that these minors who've seen it happen to also be fans of William Control, fans of the idea of his music and BDSM as, a, yeah. as an idea. And so what do they do? They, they attend his shows. They try to meet him. And women go to bars to drink to and pretend that they're 21 to get a drink. Yeah. It's been known that sometimes women have, you know, lied about their age to get with a man. And then, and then that man looks bad because she doesn't look like she's underage. You know, you can't fault him entirely for that. 
How many, um, how many times? Like, how many times were we when we were counting for Regis? We saw a girl that we thought was cute, but was like, "I'm not risking flirting with this girl because she's either over eighteen or she's under eighteen, and I can't tell." Too close. Too close. Way too many times that happened to us. Way Jersey, too many times. We love you. But now try to think of this. We love you, but. Now, try to think of this as a musician. Yeah. Think of this as a touring musician who's literally going to other countries. Like in England, 16 is the legal age of consent. But he doesn't. He says he doesn't abide by that because he's an American. So yeah. 18 is so the 18 age is the he age of consent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's also – a lot of these allegations are coming from women in other countries. So you think about um, women who live in England, women who live in – Norway and in other places in England where he's been touring, you know, there are women in America that he talks about, but there's, there's cases where certain women would fly from, uh, from Britain to LA to go see a show that he played. So you think about the level of commitment that someone would take to, um, go to see him perform. It's not too crazy to think that they would go even further to try to have a relationship with this man. And then when it doesn't happen, it's they get upset. Um, a detail that I forgot to mention was that um, I think it was Victoria Chan. And I quote, I was very literally on crack when I met William Control. So <laughs> there's, there's that's a, a pretty important where, detail. <laughs> There's there's a level Just of uh, say it. I know, but there's a lot to this case. You can't fault me entirely for missing yeah. No, this I, I'll, we've, I'll been be ta- we've been talking about this case for at least like at least thirty minutes. Yeah. Like there's so okay, much to this. Did you can't wrap all this up in thirty minutes. It's impossible. Yeah, I did the best I could in three days of research. Yeah. Um, and that being off and on research because I probably slept a collective of five hours in the last three days. Not having to do entirely with this case. Last night, I finally caught up on sleep. Um, but, man, there is just so much to the story. I would love to interview William and get a little bit more insight on this. He's probably just going to refer further back to more of his videos, which I would expect him to do. But yeah. still, it would be pretty awesome to get him on the show. Yeah. Uh, well, I think we're at the point where we are about to wrap this up. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think we're going to wrap this up. Uh, so what, what songs have we, have we chosen to, uh, to show off from the underground scene? Well, I would have to say the Corey Taylor one that I was talking about at the start of the stream or the podcast, that that's pretty underground because I've never heard of Kid Boogie. Kid Boogie. Kid Boogie. Boogie, boogie so I found boogie. something... I found something that's probably up both of your guys' alley. So I don't know if, because we've talked about the idea of merging dance music with metal before. We've talked about bands like Icy Stars, mm-hmm. bands like um, like Eskimo Cow- Cowboy, and the shit browning. like that. The Browning. I was the just browning. gonna say the Browning. The Browning. I know you guys love the Browning. So if you guys like that, you're probably gonna like this band called Treehouse Burning. Now, what's even more impressive to me is that these guys are from South Africa. Now. Hmm. I'm finding a lot of good music coming out of South Africa lately. I mean, Volvodnia being one of the best slam bands I've ever found. 
I'm just always impressed by the things that come out of South Africa. But Treehouse Burning has I'm surprised you're five... this slam. <laughs> Me? That's something that you don't really say very often, so that's kind of surprising. Me? Yeah. We've, we've been over this. I like slam. I know, but, anyway, but you don't talk about it very often. <laughs> you know how much music I listen to? There... <laughs> If we're going to talk about another genre that you probably don't know that I listen to is very, very um, hippie acoustic style music. Like, yeah. I love that kind of shit. Like, there's a, an artist, Andy McKee, where he's literally hitting the body of the guitar while he's playing. Like, not everything he does is strumming. Yeah. A lot of what he does has rhythmic elements of him just slapping the guitar. And it's shit like that you probably wouldn't expect that I listen to also. Yeah. But getting back to my song. Go check out Treehouse Burning. They also have a new um, a new EP called The Suffering coming out soon, but they have no exact date coming out on that. Matt, did you have anything? Um, in terms of artists, um, not necessarily because you know you know how dance music works. It's like fucking like every song that comes out is a collaboration between two two artists. <laughs> So it's very hard to like pick one artist, um, but I will say um, anything by really like Generation Smash. Um, it's the sub record label to uh, Smash the House, created by Dimitri Vegas and Like Mike. Um, they put out if you're into like the huge like the rave scene, the big room, uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, they put out a lot of good, a lot of good rave type music. Um, lo yesterday I was listening to uh, Fada Morgana by Grimix and oh god Under Koffer <laughs> question mark um, it wasn't terrible it's supposed it, to be Undercover no it's it, it, dude, if you saw the if you if you saw the fucking spelling on this shit, <laughs> under <Anyway>. coffer. <laughs> okay. Um, they recently, yeah, they they put that song out. It wasn't bad. Um, personally, I don't know if I would play it at like a huge rave like fucking Tomorrowland or EDC Las Vegas on like the main stage, but I think it is something that would please like the club scene. So, Fada Morgana by Grimmix and Odor Coffer. Un under. Under Coffer. <laughs> now you however you want to say however, it. However it's pronounced. Sorry. Well, you got to think, like, the black metal scene is pretty good for shit like that, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Weird-ass fucking We're, names. <laughs> yeah, like, how the hell are you supposed to even say that? Um, yeah other language or like nordic style wording where it's like i don't even know where to begin with this <laughs> mongolian metal <laughs> yo anger calvary metal. is the shit <laughs> literally there, there's there's a lot of good mongolian metal bands out there oh yeah that definitely need to be explored <laughs> it's opening up that's for sure it's definitely opening up all right what else do we have um, I mean, I could go on with Generation Smash, but, uh, 
Yeah, I believe I just have Stuck in My Ways by Boogie Collab featuring Corey Taylor. I'm surprised you don't want to talk about that new that new Hunt the Dinosaur track because it was All pretty right. fire. Right. It was pretty fire. All right. The way that... Uh, we talked about this last week, didn't we? We did. No, they just dropped a single on 420. Yeah. Oh. It, okay. It, it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good it was pretty good. i, I love clearly the, i love how the guitarist played a couple of riffs because you know how you originally play like this he went at one point and it was just yeah. like oh yeah <laughs> dude yeah dude dan donegan when they play um disturbed when they play inside the fire dan donegan will do that pretty often he'll like yeah yeah like switch back and forth like during during lie. the song so Hunt the Dinosaur came out with a good a good track. I'm not gonna lie. They came out with a really good track. The music video I, was funny as shit though. Oh the music video was <laughs> great. The music video was great. Uh, I swear, sometimes you have to check out a song on YouTube with either their lyric video or with their um with their music video the first listen. It's so important that you listen to it that way because you don't get the same like experience. Yeah. If you try to watch it again after you've already heard the song, I think it's so much better to check it out with the video content that they add to it. Yeah. Um. Let me see. I had another song I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah. what I wanted to talk about was the fact that we talked last week about Nipsey Hussle. We did talk last week about Nipsey Hussle. Did you see Snoop Dogg talk about it? I have not. What did, what did he say? It's more... Well, I know they were close. I wasn't really affected by what he said. I was affected by how broken up he was when he was trying to say it. Yeah. Snoop was... They were close. Hurt. Yeah, oh Snoop yeah. Snoop was hurt. Dude, um... Like, if I go on... Actually, I'll pull up his... Spotify page... Da, 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 about what I, I mean, really this is, to say though like literally this is what it reads right american rapper nipsey hustle rose from the los angeles streets with a series of hit underground mixtapes becoming both a respected rapper and beloved community figure earning a grammy nomination for his critically acclaimed 2018 debut victory lap he was at the peak of his career when he was murdered a year later in march 2019 following his death public public outpouring helped push five of his efforts into the billboard 200 and also resulted in the in the renaming of the intersection of Slauson as Crenshaw in honor of the fallen MC. Adapting his stage name from iconic comedian actor Nipsey Russell, Slauson bred Ermia's, I'm not even going to pronounce that fucking name, built an early following by injecting hazy humor into his rhyme style a la Snoop Dogg. While owning, while owning a flow that owned more to the unflinching gangland narratives of early hip-hop kingpin Ice-T. Once a full-fledged member of one of the more notorious subsections of the Crips gang, Hustle was a man of the streets and became a quick mixtape favorite in the late 2000s. It reads on and on and on. But, I mean, like, his his flow came from fucking Snoop Dogg. Yeah. So, it's not surprising that yeah. those two, you know, became really close with each other. It, it was hard to watch because... And I and I started looking into some of his uh, his music, and I'm actually... I'm a fan now. I'm just I do. I, I told you. I, dude, I told you. I was like, I don't know about his music, but at least like him as a person, like I told you, you'd fuck with him. 
<laughs> you know what? The first song I looked up was was grinding all the time, and I plugged grinding that all my straight life. into the into the playlist. Grinding all my life, yeah, yeah. I I threw that straight into the playlist as soon as grinding I heard it. I was so. <laughs> I know. I Sacrifice. Know. I was supposed to pay the price. God damn, it's a fucking good song. I play that shit while I'm at work. Twice and... so far, but <laughs> I love it. Dude, I play I play fucking Nipsey Hussle while at work on the fucking speakers. If you know, there's no customers there. <laughs> You're gonna make people sad if they come in and hear that, bro. I that's oh like my, you might as well had, put on Lincoln Park. I had one guy. He gave. By the way, for people who don't know, I work at Sprint, so I you know phones and whatnot retail. Um, I had one guy. He was doing an upgrade for his phone, and we brought his phone. He brought his old phone in the back. He was giving it back to us. And we had it just sitting there because I think he still had to pull like some stuff off of it. It was just really late at night when they did it. So we closed. We said, come back in the morning and, you know, all your stuff will be transferred by then. All right, cool, whatever. Um, I go into the back room and his alarm's going off. I hit snooze and it opens up the lock screen. And it's literally a picture with like heaven in the background. And it's got Nipsey. Tupac, <laughs> like all these, like yeah, like Mac Miller, like all That's these dead rap artists, and Nipsey, like man. literally, I was like, ah, Nipsey. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I was oh, sad. Man. Like, I didn't start listening to his music till after he died, and it sucks. But I was like, God damn it, I want to hear more of this guy. Well, there's plenty of content on his Spotify. Oh yeah, I don't know about everywhere else. Holy shit! I'm when I'm in the mood for some gangster rap music again. That's where I'm gonna be Nip- going. <laughs> Nipsey's where you go. Mm-hmm. I I honestly yeah. would be willing to bet that if you know if he didn't pass away and he continued his career, Nipsey would have been like the next Tupac. In my yeah, opinion, probably. He had in so my much opinion. personality. He was giving back so much to the community that like I'm really not surprised. Yeah. I really wouldn't be surprised at all. Um. One last thing I want to talk about before we all part our ways. I don't know if you guys had anything else. Um, but the burning in France, the Notre Dame. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you believe how many memes are going around? Like, I know people I've already are seen two. I've ar- Bro, in my Discord chat, I've already seen two using uh, Dark Souls. I, um, I've seen way too many. <laughs> I've seen... you got to keep in mind, I'm a huge fan of the black metal community. And so what do black metal people do? We constantly make fun of Catholics and Christians. So I expected some savagery, but I didn't expect it to be so fire. No, 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 no. Keep in mind, this is in my gaming, this is in the gaming community that I'm in. So it's like gaming related bonfire lit from uh, fucking Dark Souls. Here's another one. Lothar Castle. Oh my fucking god! Oh, no. <laughs> and it's terrible because that actually yeah. looks like it could be in the game. Yeah, that's the worst. That that's why they yeah that's why they they made the meme. But yeah, they're they're flying around right now. Now, part of me needs to like recognize the fact that the burning of Notre Dame is not because they don't know how it started yet. There has I, yeah, I've there's still no statement on it. I haven't heard any statements no, on it. Yeah. Um, so, and, and with the recent trend after seeing, I don't know if you guys knew, but there was a movie that came out about the Norwegian black metal scene. Um, yep. but there have already been two church burnings since that movie, movie came yep. out. And yeah, that's why when I heard, first heard wow. about Notre Dame going up in flames, I thought yep. it was, I thought it was some edgy black metal kid who thought, oh, 
I I'm gonna beat all of you. All right, I'm gonna yeah. go for the Notre Dame. Yeah, black no. belt for life. Like, okay, I am. I'd be the first person to admit that Christianity is literally the enslavement of humanity. All right, but what isn't being recognized is that by burning structures like the Notre Dame. You're literally removing 800 years of history because that, that dude, that thing has survived. For a that long thing has survived time. World War Two, World War One, like 800 years. 800 years, it's been standing there and gone within hours. And if and you think about worst, how much history we've lost with yeah. other burnings, like the burning of the Roman Coliseum, uh, was it the Coliseum? I don't know, but uh, burnings in Rome where we've lost a huge library of Roman yeah. history, like. Okay, whatever. You got a problem with these uh, establishments? That's whatever. All right, yeah. but this isn't about um, Catholicism or its many many flaws. Yeah. All right, this is about losing a piece of art. This is architecture. The people yeah. who made this did not make this intending it to be viewed strictly as a symbol of Catholicism. All right, this is oh. literally just architecture and art. Yeah. I think I have a. I think the our our friend is back in the attic. <laughs> it's it's either a fucking squirrel or a chipmunk or some shit. I can like literally hear him like every once in a while just like scratch up against the fucking walls. In I my think attic. he's triggered by what we were just talking about. He's like, yo, I put that mixtape in that bitch. It's <laughs> 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 something really fucked up. Even they're getting into the Disney Channel. I can't remember what the fuck movie that was. It was like uh, uh the guy that of Notre Dame and shit. Yeah. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, and he literally was like, I saw him on like top of the thing, and he's like, ah, and he has a mixtape in his hand, and he throws it, <laughs> and I'm like, come on, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like this I can't help but laugh to this stuff because I I have to make light of any situation like this but it's still like when people get like yeah it's the downfall of Catholicism it's the downfall of Christianity it's like bitch get with it alright that you might as well think of it as like that cancer patient that's been sitting there on life support for like 50, 60 years and just won't die. Yeah. That's what these religions are right now because they, they're dying slowly, really slowly. This isn't helping. This is helping their cause. Yes. We look like the assholes if yes. we actually did something about yes. it. If we did that, we're the ones in the wrong. Yeah. One step forward, three steps back. I don't know. I don't know. But that's all I. They got. did save. A, they did. They did manage to save a lot of the artifacts that were in there. Yeah, like, I saw a that lot there was of a them. golden cross. Yeah. I saw that there was a golden cross that was still standing amongst all the rubbish, and it was some. I don't know. I mean, look, I don't necessarily believe in Catholicism or Christianity or anything like that. I'm don't I'm agnostic personally, but. I at least have I have respect for those that believe in other things. Like if you need if you feel the need to believe in something for after you die because you don't know what the fuck is gonna happen next, then go for it. Who am I to judge? You know. Um, exactly. That was literally a a bunch of that was a, a big place of worship and like a lot of people would have been there on Easter if it wasn't for that yeah. happening literally the week before. You think about. Could you imagine what, if it happened on Easter? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That like, oh my god, dude! 
this is a big deal to the people of France. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, there was, More like... More people went there than the fucking Eiffel Tower. Yeah, dude, it was, like... I want to say there was, like, 300-some-odd million dollars donated uh, to France to rebuild the Notre Dame. Some some crazy amount like that. Well, they are, companies and whatnot. They are definitely going to rebuild it. They have made that very clear. They oh, are yeah, not no. letting it go down. They are going to rebuild. Yeah. 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 That's it's just insane to me that it even happened. And I thought with the recent events with the black metal industry that that has some. It does have some sort of tie into our you know usual yeah. topics. Um, so if it turns out, if we find out a couple weeks later, we'll do another show talking about it. Because yeah. I will, I will put that guy on blast if someone actually is responsible for that and try to use it under the guise of, yo, we're black metal as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. My metal's more metal than yours. Fuck you. All right, guys. I think we're about to wrap this shit up. Um, yep. I think uh, we need to mention that we have a playlist going on Spotify. That is completely collaborative. You can add to song, add songs to it. Um, the only thing I'll ask if you're going to contribute is not to remove songs, add songs. Yeah. Because um, you can do that. You have that capability. Um, so yeah, add songs. Go check out our Facebook group. Um, if you want to uh, mention topics for us to bring up, we will gladly do so. Um, and we're just three regular jackoffs from upstate New York, so don't be afraid to hit us up with any topics regarding anything well, you want us to talk about on the show. We, 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 we won't bite. We really won't. Not hard, anyway. Yeah. Well. <laughs> we don't bite hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't bite hard. But if we if you want us to bite you, you have to write a sign. Uh, you have to sign a contract in blood. <laughs> you have to have new, new music. Yep. All right. I think we're I think we're gonna end it on yeah, that. Yeah, I think we're gonna end it on that note. Guys, we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.